We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. D.C. police are arresting drunk and drug drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. Message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. Just learn how to roll with the punches, bro. Brian Chirwano. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Tommy Avance. I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. And Mark Luhan. I tried to get Russ to join us last minute here, but he's ghosting. You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, buddy. It took you a while. Hey, it took buddy. us a while to hear you, man. What was hey, going on? Buddy. Yeah, you having some technical difficulties? I'm having technical difficulties. Yes. Dick faulties. So, Lark, do you want to talk about why you're not on Twitter right now, or are we just gonna? No. Just, we're not. We're not addressing that no, at all. I don't, I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay. Right. Hey, you know, just because he's butthurt about all these gifts and, you know, he had to fucking delete his account like a little bitch, but whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm just tired of the drama on there, man. You're just trying to have some fun, right, man? And everyone's just trying to, just trying to put your fire out. 
hey man, I, I started this whole uh, gift thing on a on Twitter, and then it just got taken that extra mile, and now people are hating. So I, I took myself out of the equation. They're fun suckers, man. Hey, hey! All I know is Drew was getting attacked by some bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no Drew. So Brian, before we bring on uh, Benjamin Albright, I wanted—I know you said you worked with him, and you said people were arguing. No, 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 no. Oh, Hold okay. on. I, never worked, I never worked with him. So, just just a quick backdrop. I wrote for Cover Thirty Two for a while, and I believe Albright was like the CFO or something for it. So, I didn't really have any contact with him for it. Um, I was just doing it as a fun side thing. I think most of those guys took off and created their own website, like full press coverage or some bullshit because they were pissed off and thinking like Albright was dicking them around. I personally don't have any issue with the guy whatsoever. I think he's fucking cool as fuck. So I, I don't know. That's, that's the gist of what I know. I mean, he's not even with cover 32 anymore, right? I don't even know if it exists anymore, to be honest with you. Right. I know nothing. I didn't even know much about it when I started writing for it. It was just kind of like, hey, you want to write for these guys? Yeah, sounds cool. Let's do it. And then Jake took you up or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jake Jake was reaching out to me. Fucking Derek. Derek was reaching out to me. I didn't do much homework on it. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll go over to Jake. And then the more I listened to Jake talk... I was like, I want to kick this dude in the nuts. So, you know, that didn't last long. I mean, all I want to do is kick people in the nuts. That's what I'm good at, right? Are we going to – I know I want to ask, like, super serious football questions for Benjamin, but you're, you're going to try to muck this up? Or, or are we going to keep this, like – No, no, I mean, I think the mucking up part of it might be – asking him about his Twitter drama. I mean, that dude's out there fucking trolling people back all day. So, right. you know, he kind of, he, he's kind of in the same avenue. Like, he's he's very witty on Twitter, and he doesn't take shit from anybody. He doesn't purposely go out and fucking troll people like I might, but, you know, <laughs> when the trolls come to him, he's fucking burns them. So... I think there's a lot. I think we just need to see how the conversation flows. Flows. Huh? By, by the way, Mark, did he even say how long he's going to give us? Uh, he did not. I texted him about an hour ago, letting him know that I was okay. going to be giving him a call in about an hour. So that was around 6.45 our time. So okay. I didn't really get a response, but... So, for all we know, he's not even going to answer his phone. That could happen. Very well, that could happen. That could happen. We got to have the backup plan, man. Yeah, we got to get that ready. Hold on. Um, Backup plan. Start uh, crank calling people. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's still plenty to talk about. Yeah. Like maybe. If he doesn't, if he doesn't answer his phone, we could just talk shit about him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, very true. 
I think you know, he'd we got uh, appreciate that. Probably. Oh, I definitely got to edit out that car beeping, right? Oh, yeah. You got to edit out... Dude, you got to edit out the Krispy Kremes you're eating in the background, bro. What if I told you guys I was shirtless recording right now and my tits were all out? I tell you that I'm fucking disgusted (laughs) thinking about it. Oh, my tits. (laughs) Well, what if I told you I wasn't lying? Would you believe me? I think Tommy would just sprung wood. (laughs) Oh, I have to break some bad news. Uh oh. Bad news. Here we go with the bullshit. Here we go with the bullshit. My nephew is graduating, and we're going to be out of town that weekend. We're going to be celebrating him. I'll be at a barbecue. What weekend? On the 9th. Oh, uh, you're too scared. Nah, but I'll be there for the pool party in July. Oh, how cute. I'll make up <laughs> for it. I'll make up for it. Are you going to wear a two-piece or a one-piece? Oh, you know me. I'm a classy broad. I like that one piece. So, like the moo moo? The blouse? <laughs> the moo moo? The moo What is the moo moo? Showing off my belly? Here. No. <laughs> look up, look up moo moo. Google it. Get some pictures. You'll know. Am I? Is it because I'm young? Is that why? No, it's because you're fat. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're saying this is like a like a woman's outfit, right? It's like a woman's bathing suit for a fat woman. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> just like, oh, I see Homer Simpson in a moo-moo. It's just like a dress. A dress, yeah. <laughs> hey, I would look pretty flattering in that. Well, now that you're not coming to the party, I can cut the food bill by 50%, so thanks, bud. <laughs> you know me too well. My a- my appetite is the biggest. You know what? You me. know what? So I'm going to unleash the fury since you're not coming now, okay? So this is what we're going to make for food that day, and you're going to miss out on it. We're going to make tri-tip tacos with homemade salsa. Well, guess what? I'll be fucking having my own tri-tip, motherfucker. <laughs> but, but will there be Krispy Kremes and my little brony cupcakes? Possibly. Oh, just it to is. spite me. Yes. Damn right. Yeah, we're going to do a Don't fucking work. show without you. Live, dick. Yeah, live, live feed. We'll just get Alfredo to take your spot. That's fine. <laughs> God, I'm so disappointed in you, Matt. What did I do this time? For all we know, you're lying. If I went to every graduation of my family members, I wouldn't have a life. So uh, I'm going to give you guys a little uh, precursor here. So I'm exhausted. As I told you, I fucking partied my face off for the last fucking like four days on top of a camping trip right before that. So, you know, travel, a lot of travel, Um, worked hard, played hard. Um, So I am a little exhausted. I didn't take a nap when I got home because I had a lot of shit to do. And I just took an edible and I'm drinking a beer. So you never know how it's going to affect me. 
Oh, here. Oh, man. Here we go. You're going to be fighting to stay awake, and you're just going to be delirious. You're going to be talking shit. And I was going to ask you, can we not go with the Krispy Kreme donut joke with Benjamin Albright? But just knowing you, you're you're not going to be able to stop. (laughs) Why? I just don't want to end the the freaking segment with that guy on fucking Krispy Kreme donuts while my tits are out right now, especially. Okay, how about how about this? How about this? I Here's will the not webcam, ask dude. Him, I, I will not. I will. Yeah, no shit. Can we go live live feed of webcam on your titties? <laughs> I mean, I, I have the capability, but that ain't happening, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay, so I will not ask what I will not ask what cup size, but I will ask something for a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh my god! How about oh that? God. We'll see. We'll have to see how that goes. I don't know how I'm You fucking about. edited it anyway. You fucking edited it. No, everything. I'm You're not. I'll keep it in. Yeah, I'll you did it last it. week, too. You did it last week, too, motherfucker. No, I didn't. I kept the Krispy Kreme in there. You edited, No, but you edited a bunch of shit out that made you fucking look better. Are you sure? Dude, I did hardly oh, any editing positive. for that last episode. I am how dead you really positive. Feel, Brian. What do I have? Well, I'm not Fuck. afraid of looking bad. I mean, that like I, I'm cool with being a punching bag, man. But then stop editing out these things, man. Then then get specific so that people can hear and they can they can do the research and we can do the research too and make sure and follow up. And you're not just throwing out. They 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 they, they can't they can't hear it because it's already been cut. So what does it matter? Well, that's what I'm saying. They've listened. It's, it's the like, people who have listened like would know. Be like, yeah, we haven't heard that. They're, he's right. It, it it's it's like you trying to say that Atlanta has such a bomb defense. Dude, and then you're gonna, like, oh, it's going to be a Rams-Falcons-NFC championship. Hey, and maybe there will be, but you were talking about them last year having a bomb defense, and they fucking didn't. Yeah, it fell flat, but they their defense, I mean, that's what Dan Quinn's known for. They're going to turn it around. They had guys that just didn't perform as well last year, and they they just got beat up in their own division. So, Hey, just because Dan Quinn was a defensive coordinator, yeah. doesn't mean that he did it for that Black. Black on me. All right. <laughs> it is, bro. Tom made on the shirts, bro. Yes, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> no, my background noise. You hear like a air conditioner? Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to get one. No, we just hear Tommy. I hear somebody fucking talking. Tommy's fucking like some coke or some shit. Tommy, get off your milk run, bro. He forgot to Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> no, you weren't on mute, dude. We heard you the whole not drug on deal mute, go bro. down, bro. We heard that whole drug deal go down. I wasn't on mute? <laughs> no. No. That's wow, where we're like, what weird. the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh. oh, I fucking muted the mic. It didn't work. Let me try it again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we yes. can hear you yep. Oh. Oh, wow. It's not working. That's right. fucking weird. Yeah, well. Sometimes you gotta make sure you uh, you you hold it long enough. Better to know now that you can't fucking mute it. All right, well I'm ready to call. I uh, only speak Mr. in Mr. Benjamin Albright. If y'all are ready to go, are y'all ready? I'm y'all. Y'all ready? To y'all. Go? What's wrong with that? Where the fuck are you from? Y'all's not even a word, bro. It is in the in the Midwest in Texas. You don't hear them say y'all? You all? Yeah, they say it, and I always ask them, what the fuck does that mean? For you all. 
All three of you motherfuckers. Yeah, say you all. You all, motherfucker. <laughs> are you fi- are you fixing to call him? Or what are you I'm ready. To do? I am ready. I just got to hit the, the phone button that's going to press send. Because Marky Mark does, sent does me Mark, the, the number already. Does Marky Mark want to send him a text saying, hey, we're about to call? I could do that, but even though he didn't respond to the last text. Okay, just, whatever. I don't care. Hold on. Just hold call on. him. Fuck okay. it. Oh, and and if he doesn't answer, we'll just be like, hey, this is the Ramp Censored guys. Un- or Ramp Censored. There I go saying that shit again. Just We'll just say that yeah, we're the Ramp Censored. because you do censor us. I know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just read from the fucking script, you stuttering prick. Well, no, I'm just saying if he doesn't answer, we'll just leave a voicemail <laughs> saying it's the Rams Uncensored guys, and we're just, you know, just call us back. We're just over here touching our dicks. Yeah. All right, here we go. Twiddle your fingers. Hello? Hello, this is Matthew from Rams Uncensored with Mark, and, and all the guys are on the call right now. Is this Benjamin Albright? It is. I just want to thank you for coming on, and would like all of our, everyone who's listening to welcome this awesome Denver sports talk radio personality and NFL analyst, Benjamin Albright. Uh, welcome him to Rams Uncensored. So, how are you doing this evening, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great, man. Thanks well, for coming on. Doing yeah, wonderful. So, I'm probably one of the more guys who are nerdy about football, and I liked that little tweet you sent out. It was like four days ago. Um, your little trivia question about that, <laughs> and the answer was Jared Goff. And really, what I kind of wanted to ask you about was get your take on why Goff really doesn't get the respect I feel or Rams fans feel also that he's deserved because like we hear Dak Prescott, you know, he's better all the time and that he's going to get like a $30 million contract a year. So what are your thoughts on that, Ben? Well, Dak is going to get the contract. I don't know that he's necessarily better. Um, That's what you pay to keep a guy who's going into a second contract. Um, So, you know, I mean, Dak is going to get that contract. Um, As far as Goff goes, I think he doesn't get the respect he deserves because, you know, he's surrounded by a lot of talent, and his first seven games were kind of abysmal. Um, You know, we can chalk that up to the Jeff Fisher era or whatever, but everybody's first impression of Jared Goff, you know, how hard it is to get over first impressions. Um, so once the you know once the Rams got going, there were all kinds of other things to quote unquote credit that success to instead of better quarterback play. Whether it was an improved offensive line, which they did have, uh, the reemergence of Todd Gurley, which did happen, um, and and you know all the receiving talent that they put around him, which they did do. But you know if you're gonna make all that stuff succeed, you still have to be a quarterback who can execute and. You know, Jared's done that, um, and and that that little trivia bit. I mean, that's an extremely high level. You got five players in NFL history that have hit that mark, uh, so for their careers. So, um, you know, modern quarterbacks are going to be a little more efficient. So that 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 number is going to favor modern quarterbacks. But mm-hmm. you know, there are some guys. Steve Young was close to hitting those marks. Uh, Marino fairly close to hitting that mark. Um, you know, and then a couple of guys in the modern era, Andrew Luck. You know, guys like that that were also close to hitting that mark. So, I with Goff, you know, I I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's shown that um, that you can win with him, and I think that's why. Um, I, I think that's something that, that gets overlooked. I think people, you know, they try to divide into these bizarre tiers and stuff like that. And I, you know, I look at it like this: either you're elite, you know, and, and you've got 25 teams that give up what they have for you, uh, and then you got another after after that 
five to seven man tier. You've, you've got another five to seven man tier guys you can win with. And Jared Goff belongs in probably that second tier. And then after that, you know, you got a bunch of replaceable guys, guys that need strong supporting casts, um, you know, guys that stick in the league for a while, but may or may not be the guy that can carry you to a Super Bowl, you know, like Alex Smith. Um, and then, you know, after that, you've got replacement players and, you know, WTFs. So. <laughs> Hey, Ben, it's Mark. I'm the one that's been messaging you, uh, getting you on the pod. Um, question um, with the Mike Florio um, comments earlier, was it last week, um, about Goff not being the guy for McVay and potentially you know, not getting signed to that extension. Stuff like that, when it comes out in the media, are they just doing it for clicks? Are they, they really think that? Like, what, what's your take on that? Uh, with that particular comment, I think it could be for clicks. He may not be the guy for McVeigh in terms of, you know, personality, but, uh, he is the guy who's there right now and the guy who's able to win and they have been able to win with. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of bizarre to me that, uh, you would take a guy who took you to a Super Bowl and be like, ah, you know, I don't think this is the guy. Uh, you know, that's, that's just, that's just weird to me. Um, I, I with Florio, with Florio, I don't, I don't know where the, what the source of those are. That's not what I've heard. Um, it didn't really make any sense to me as far as that kind of stuff goes. I think that's just posturing, uh, you know, leaking somebody leaking something on the back end, see if maybe they can chip a few dollars off that deal. that's coming, that kind of thing. I, I, I don't think that there's any validity to that. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Um, as, as far as that, you know, goes, it's kind of just like an insane comment to, to make. And it, it does, it gets the, the people on Twitter going and it <clears throat> like, I, I even, um, was it uh, Dan Patrick? He kind of had this funny look on his face when Florio said that, like he was kind of confused by the comment. It was just funny. Yeah, I, any quarterback that's hitting, you know, over 5% of their, their passes are going for touchdowns and less than two and a half are going for, you know, going for interceptions. So, like I said, that, that applies to five guys in the league. Um, sorry, but, you know, if he's not the guy, it's your system or your coach that's the problem. If he's not the guy for that coach. Hey, Ben, how you doing? This is Tommy. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, my question for you is I started, well, I started following you about five years ago because I saw a lot of people retweeting what you were saying um, involved in the NFL relocations and and what was, you know, possibly going to take place, this and that. And I started following you um, to, you know, find out the latest news and everything on that. But what I noticed is all the Twitter banner going back and forth. You know, there's a lot of people on Twitter that like to talk a lot of trash and not a, not a lot of people in the media clap back. Um, you do. And it's very entertaining, so I think all of us on Twitter really appreciate that. Do you um, do you enjoy the banner? <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for the question. Second, I'm sorry for the previous five years of uh, absolute dumpster fire that you've had to see coming through your timeline because you followed me. Um, I, yeah, I do. I do enjoy that kind of stuff. I enjoy the interaction. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just dudes talking sports, you know? So like I get so weirded out by this, like, Oh, you gotta have this elitist professional mentality all the time. And, and that's just stupid, man. Like we're all just dudes talking sports. Let's, let's have some fun with it. And you know, if somebody wants to get a little mouthy, then they should expect me to get a little mouthy back. No. And I think that's what, you know, a lot of us appreciate about you is that you, you are human on Twitter. You don't play that game and you do clap back with everybody and you make it fun. Um, we enjoy it because that's what we do. We're Rams Uncensored. We're brutal um, on Twitter. We mess with people all the time. We piss people off. 
you know, we're we're rough on everyone, so we appreciate what you do, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I, I prefer to to call myself an equal opportunity offender. So, <laughs> all right, Brian, all right. this is your chance to really get this uncensored thing going and muck it up. Oh, fuck! <laughs> you mean I have to actually talk? <laughs> hey, Ben, it's Brian Juano. Been following you for a long time, man. Uh, well, I, I know we've that. had some interact. I know we've had some interaction throughout the years. Uh, I know you're a veteran. I'm a veteran. Um, so thank you for your service, of course. No, thank um, you, brother. <laughs> I do, I do. I am curious, how long have you been working in the NFL circuit and how did you get involved with it? Um, <laughs> like any good story, it starts with a girl and ends a disaster. Um, perfect. Oh, me. Uh, yeah, I kind of backdoored my way into it, honestly. Um, I was a... Uh, I was an option quarterback and wide receiver in high school. Uh, and I had the Arkansas AA, uh, 2A state rushing record until some nobody named Darren McFadden came along and broke it. Uh, and uh, so I went to the University of Arkansas as a walk-on uh, where I stood at the end of the bench with my helmet in my hand for four years and uh, networked a lot. <laughs> and so that was, that's kind of how I fell into it. Uh, made a lot of friends at the time. I was the, uh, the guy who would run merchandise to this, to the sports memorabilia dealers and pick up the cash and bring it back to other players. Um, I vetted their agents, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I was the bag man for a while. <laughs> so, um, you know, bringing cash to guys. So it's, um, it got started on the kind of shady side there, but that's how I made a lot of friends and, um, you know, and everything kind of got to, you know, got to learn the, the ropes about this stuff and, you know, football, it's funny cause it's, it's, it's really like a family, you know, it's, it's really, uh, yeah. it's really a family sport. Um, and once you get to know somebody and once you're kind of in, you know, you're in. And so that's, that's really just what happened. And I found that for some reason, people were willing to talk to me about things and, uh, you know, I'll go get some drinks and get a little information from them, give them a little information. And what I learned was that in doing that, all of a sudden, me personally, while I was getting information and giving information, I was amassing a ton of information, you know? And so I, I just kind of accidentally became this go-between for, for these people. And, um, you know, people would come to me and they'd be like, man, I've been hearing this kind of stuff. We're trying to figure out this kind of thing. And, you know, it just, it just kind of ballooned from there. And so, um, you know, I know people go to school for this and I could tell you that it was hard work, but I'd be lying to you. It was totally accidental. I fell backwards into it and I've been incredibly lucky since. Well, well, Ben, I can tell you that I got my master's in sport management. I did work in the sports industry for a little bit. Matt is actually in the same exact grad program as I was in freaking 10 years ago. Um, so I do know about it and I know how it just, how things happen to randomly work out. Um, I can tell you, I do not work in sports anymore. This is about as involved as I get doing a podcast and I sell beer for a living and I fucking love my life and I actually make more money. Even though, well, man, I, you know, it sounds to me like you're living the dream, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. I could say I worked in sports and beer. I mean, fuck, I, I got it made. You, well, yeah, as I say, you never went to work a day in your life. <laughs> only, only my time in the Air Force. That's about it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I did uh, did a little bit of that. Did uh, was an army reservist for the longest, and then uh, active duty for a little while in there, and then and back to the reserves, and finally ended up getting out in 2013. Was my final reserve date. So nice, nice. I got out yeah. 2004. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I got in. I got in in 98. I got out in 2013. Okay. So you got in around the same time as me. I just didn't stay in. <laughs> I did my right, four and right. got out. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It's all good, though. It's all good. So, Ben, I have to ask you, though, also on that note with what you do, why did you stop giving out the draft picks beforehand? It was because you had that much backlash? Because I know before no, you'd be giving out the draft picks like five minutes before they got announced. Yeah, no, never any backlash to it. There was no no backlash at all, actually. Um, the reason I stopped doing it uh, this year is because Under Armour asked me not to. Um, I was employed by them oh, wow. to do a draft show uh, with, some, with the guys from uh, the Draft Network, and Under Armour asked me not to give the picks out on Twitter, uh, but to give them out on the live stream that we were doing instead. And so I did it that way, but I just did a poor job advertising that. So. Um, one of the things I noticed the last couple of years, and by the way, I'll, I'll tell you the secret. I get the draft picks here in a minute, but, um, the, one of the reasons that, uh, I kind of, you know, was okay with not tipping those is because there were a bunch of people who would copy what I said and pretend that they had it, you know? And, uh, so like what I would do is around the 10th or 11th pick, I would just leak a fake pick. You know, and there would be people that would get mad at me for doing that. I'm like, look, I'm just proving to you all these guys are copying what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you awesome. know, it's, it's like I caught Lockett for a red handed doing that two years ago. So, and it's not the first time I've caught him copying something off me. That's why we all call him Jason Lyke and Flora in this business. But, um, you know, he's he's a clown. Um, no, so the draft pick thing, you know, I'll let you know a secret. There's no. There's no magic to this whatsoever. The reality is, is that I was I figured out five or six years ago, seven years ago, whatever it was, uh, that if I stood at the draft card turn-in point uh, at the draft, uh-huh. I would have the information before anybody else, uh, because they have to bring the card and they have to call that into the league office. The league has to approve the pick and or the trade before that even that card even gets handed over to, to Goodell to even begin to walk out there. So the magic behind it all is really I just stood at the draft card turn-in point and I got all the information right there and there so no real magic to it I'm, that's how the sausage was made it's brilliant though absolutely brilliant for sure man <laughs> I remember so wait, can you go the Jason Lock and Fora stuff I, I was just about to say that <laughs> yeah he, he kind of right. slapped back at you can you add anything else to, you know about what went down there with Jason with uh, the, the photo a while back screenshot yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I can't get into that too much because when I filed suit, CBS settled with me, so we have a non-disclosure. Um, I, but I can tell you I got everything I wanted out of that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's all we yeah. So how long, have you guys, how long have you guys been feuding or beefing or, you know, little um, Twitter drama? Well, I've caught him, you know, swiping stuff before. That's the problem. So that whole, you know, I'll let you in all the industry stuff. So that whole group over there at CBS is in trouble. Like, they're trying to figure out what to do. They were going to ax their department and go with, you know, go content farm where they hire freelancers and do aggregate stuff. Uh, but I guess they decided to hang on to him for another year or two. Uh, but they're, you know, they were in real danger of being let go. That's part of the reason they were hyping the whole, it's not Kyler Murray, even though everyone and their mother knew it was because Eric Burkhardt couldn't keep his mouth shut. Um, so, you know, it, it's, I haven't been publicly like feuding with them or anything for a while, but I just noticed that Lock and Forest seemed to have, interestingly enough, the exact information I would have, but a week later, you know, a week after I put it out, he would do it on a big article and pretend like it was new information. 
And so I started noticing that a bunch and asking around and, you know, sure enough, there are other people with complaints about him. Um, some of the biggest names in the industry have, have complaints about him. You know, we talked via direct message. And uh, when I, when I finally spiked the ball on him with that picture, after we, we, we caught him um, there, I got so many messages from, from those people just all congratulating me. Like finally one of the biggest frauds gets exposed, but yeah, I keep sticking around because he does have one legit source and that's Mike Lombardi. Like Mike Lombardi feeds Jason like oh, yeah. everything he hears. So that's, that's Jason's one legit source. I've uh, I've actually talked to Mike on the phone before. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, good guy. So, what what's your thoughts on the Rams this year? Like, just obviously, there's a lot of time before we get to you know training camp and whatnot. But as it's assembled now, what are your thoughts? Well, it's still going to be a good football team, very competitive. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a Super Bowl again this year or not. Um, you know, it's going to ha- they're going to have to get some some lucky bounces here or there. Um, my, my main concern is in that secondary, to be honest with you. Uh, Wade Phillips' defenses are notorious for dropping off uh, the longer they, they stay put together. And the reason is because people start to figure out that Wade's going to send the front seven and everybody else is going to be on an island. He's either going to run cover one or cover zero, and you know there's going to be a lot of islands. So they, they start to figure out that if you throw the ball up, you're going to get some busted plays. And so right. you know, as the Wade, that's always been Wade's problem is he has a hyper-aggressive defense that works for one or two years, and then – you know, the division starts to kind of figure it out. Um, and so that, that's that's my concern. You've got kind of an aging secondary there, and you know, you've got some inexperience uh, in, in other spots. And, you know, I, I'm just, um, you know, a little leery about trusting that, that secondary to make it back to the Super Bowl. The offense will be fine. And, you know, you get plenty of talent on the offensive side of the ball. McVay's going to have to learn to be more flexible and more adaptable. Uh, running wide zone oh, and yeah. running, you know, halfback cutback every play, it got that got figured out, you know. Uh, we saw we saw Detroit and, and Chicago kind of figure it out a little after midseason last year, and that's the blueprint the Patriots used to shut it down in the Super Bowl. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that if they're going to – um, if they're going to get back to the Super Bowl, McVay's going to have to prove that genius level is that genius label is warranted, and that defense is going to have to step up, specifically the secondary, and play a little bit better than they did last year. You know, you're talking about all the talent uh, on the defensive side. I kind of want to talk about Todd Gurley since you're uh, somewhat, you know, you're an NFL insider. I'm just curious as what to you, what you've heard. Obviously, they've come out from OTAs and said there's really nothing wrong, and there was a a Patriots beat writer, you know, well after the Super Bowl, who said something about arthritis. Have you heard anything <clears throat> like that about? Yeah, that's kind of been the whisper. Uh, is that that knee is, you know, not what everybody's saying it is, and that's part of the thing from last year. Um, you know, you, honestly, you can have arthritis in your knee and still carve out another year or two at, you know, at, at premier level, but it, it, it starts to degrade if that is indeed the case. Um, we saw J.H.I., I mean, he had arthritic knees and he still carved out a year or two looking all right before, you know, wheels are starting to come off. But, um, you know, I think uh, uh, a lot of that hinges on how well they can run that wide zone. The whole offense, it runs on the fact that you're going to run wide zone you know, you're going to bring the safety down in the box because you're doing that. You need an extra defender on the edge, uh, edge contained. And then, you know, in the end, you go over the top with the, with the receivers and go off. And without, without Gurley there to do that, we saw CJ, um, you know, have a kind of a career resurgence, you know, 
Um, so I, I think you can find the right running back. But to get back to your question with Goff, yeah, there's, there's been rumors of that for a while, um, some pretty pretty credible rumors of that. Um, obviously, the team's not going to come out and say, well, yeah, he's got arthritis in his knee, but we're going to run with him anyway because uh, that would be silly. But I'll say this. There's there's legitimate concern about that, and we'll find out more as we as we start getting on into the season. But um, that's that's been the popular – you know, back channel rumor for since uh, about November of last year. Um, so Ben, back to what I was going to ask you, you, you were, you had your concerns with the secondary. Um, so I want to bring up a new piece in that secondary, Eric Weddle. What are your thoughts? Do you think he's a little too old, lost a step or, he, you know, I, I feel like him taking over for LaMarcus Joyner is actually a good thing. That's just my thoughts, but I'm curious to think what, what you think about him. Well, I think in the, in the confines of the particular defensive style that he's going to be playing, um, I, I think he's an upgrade. He's certainly not an athletic upgrade, but uh, he's a football IQ upgrade. Um, right. You know, Weddle's one of the smartest guys out there. He's going to be playing that center field, that rubber zone, uh, you know, that under rubber zone, center field kind of stuff um, for Wade. Right. So, you know, it's his athleticism isn't going to be as necessary as it would in some of the defenses, like, for instance, Vic Fangio, uh, where you got to have two high safeties and they got to be able to cover half the field but um you know i think uh yeah you know i, I think Weddle. i think that's a push you know Weddle brings some experience and he certainly brings a toughness and uh, and that's going to be vital you know to that defense that the attitude that he brings is going to be vital uh, I, I should really question more the guys that are going to be an island out there Weddle will be fine i mean he's gonna be in zone but the other guys that are going to be in an island you know that's that's it, it really is can they uh, can you hold up for a whole game, you know, and have the wheels come off for some of those other guys, uh, the inexperience that's shown through penalties that, I mean, you know, the Rams got away with one against the Saints. Everybody knows it. Um, you know, those <laughs> penalties in inopportune times like that, I mean, is that kind of stuff going to show its head this season or not? That's that's a real question. Well, does anyone else – I know we've taken plenty of your time, Ben, and I appreciate it. For, does anyone oh, else no, have I any, have – Yeah. I, I have I, we got this is Rams uncensored. So Ben, have you listened to our show before? I'm curious. I I have not, but if this is uncensored, let's fucking do this thing. Let's do it. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so here's yeah. here's the thing. Every week when we have guests on the show, I've been asking what cup size do you think Matt is. So this week Matt said, "Hey, let's not talk about my cup size." <laughs> Matt is a large man. Okay, you have to look. I mean, him up I'm five ten, but uh, I'm large. The, you don't know, don't in, don't say your weight because that that is the width. question for a box of Krispy <laughs> Kremes. For a box of Krispy Kremes, how much does Matt weigh? I would have to see a photo. I've got no idea. Um, you guys are saying heavy, so I'm like, well, I'm five ten as well. So uh, we'll we'll guess what two thirty. Ooh, I uh, wish thirty more pounds. <laughs> No, wow. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so you, that's what so here's, mean so the, here's the thing. Matt, on the Matt, Matt is kind of like the guy we beat up on all show. He sits there and eats <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts while he's on the show. He's eating My Little Pony cupcakes. Like, that's living the dream, I brother. Think, I, I think he might it. be sucking his thumb still. He, you know, he, he locked his wife in the bathroom you know, while I'm, he's on the show. Like, I'm at this point, as, as Brian shared earlier, Ben that I am in a master's program right now. I was working at the Dodgers radio station, pushing buttons and working with some industry guys there, but I kind of wanted to check some other stuff out since I'm like a have student, a student label, so to say. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I'm just, I, 
my wife is working as a teacher in downtown LA and she's my sugar mama right now. I'll just say that. Yeah. She's taking care of me. Uh, I'll, I love I, it. Like I said, man, you are uh, I believe that's called living the dream. <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> he has hey, to ben, cut the so show. Brian... He has to cut the show. He has to cut the show <laughs> off early because he locks his wife in the restroom because they live in a studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, if it, if it makes you feel any better, I I've been there before. I I do pretty well for myself now, but uh, you know I can tell you that about ten years ago, um, you know I was pretty down and out and. I told you I like all good stories. It starts the girl ends in disaster. You know, I chased a girl out to some place. We broke up a couple couple weeks later. I had no job, no money, no place to live, no nothing. Um, so I wound up living out of a storage facility for about uh, uh, for about four months. So I, I know what it's like to live in cramped quarters and work your way up. <laughs> and I actually know somebody did that, but they did it on purpose. It was one of my old roommates in the Air Force. He did it right when he was about to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to save money or. Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's he's from Texas. Okay. I mean, that probably says enough, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, All right, Ben. Man. So this one's for Brian. As Brian stated, he works for you know the beer industry. So, what is your preferred beer? Uh, you know, it really depends on the season. Um, right now in the summertime, I really like Sam Adams Summer Ale. Um, you know, for something a little lighter. Um. If I'm drinking, uh, you know, if I'm just out about drinking, there's, you know, Colorado out here is full of all these craft breweries. And it's fun to go try stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm an IPA guy personally. I know that's, you know, everybody says it's a douchey thing to beer or whatever, but who the fuck cares? If you drink what you like. And I like beer with a lot of hops in it, so. I'm drinking an IPA right there now. There you go. Right. There, there you go. Nice there you go. Yeah, yeah. You get so the people, get uh, you get the Twitter people that are, oh, the IPA guys, uh, you know, just, they don't like real beer. They're just trying to pretend. Yeah, shut up. Just you go, go drink your sparkling so, water and leave me to my beer. Yeah, you're in Denver, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Do you go, do you go to the Great American Beer Fest when it uh, comes to town? Uh, I have. There, I've been out of town the last two years, but um, okay. for the most part, I, I do try to get out there. Yeah. Well, I can say I work for a very reputable uh, brewery, and we will be there. So you, maybe no. you're going to have to come out and have a beer with me. Definitely. Drinks are on you. That's it. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. That's fine. That's fine. I, I got an expense account. <laughs> there you go. No, just let me know. Uh, let me know when you're in town, man. I'll show you around. We'll go get some drinks. Sounds good. Sounds good. And also being in Denver and, you know, the marijuana industry is booming over there in, in Colorado. It is. It, uh, <laughs> do you know, like, you know, how Chris Long came out? and talked about how he was smoking during his time in the league. Do you know how, how big or popular of a thing that is within players in, in the NFL? Yes, it's very popular. I would suggest that probably 80% of players smoke. Especially those guys right. that probably take good, good, good like advantage of that, right? <laughs> yeah, so Von Miller has a place uh, out on the edge of town called Club 58. Uh, it's oh, you know, Broncos players only kind of thing, and so, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm in Club 58 right now, chiefing as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not at Club 58. I took an edible about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> well, there you go. There we go. Me too. Yeah, my uh, my uh, it's a, it's kind of funny. I I've actually kind of invested in that industry. My brother uh, owns one of the largest grow operations down here. So, oh, nice. Sweet. Yep. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I have family up in Denver, so um, whenever I'm up there, maybe we can have a beer. I've been uh, been to the what was it the Estes Park uh, near the yeah. Stanley Hotel. There's a um, mm-hmm. a brewery, you know, and I, I can't remember what it was, but I mean they had some IPAs, and it was incredible. It was a a pretty good experience there. Um, and then we did some salt river tubing that led to where the, the Coors brewery is and all that. So yeah, I love that yeah. area. Denver's so great. Yeah. It's real scenic, real fun. And uh, like I said, there's always a ton to do. So, and get snowed in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, man, like it, it'll snow here, but you're only, you're not really snowed in. Like you're in for a couple hours, but after that you're fine. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's, it's so dry out here. Um, you know, it'll dump some snow, and it only snows. It really only snows like January through April, and then you'll get like one snow in May for no reason whatsoever. Um, but it's you know you can go out in a pair of shorts even though it's snowing because it's not that cold. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what my in-laws tell me too. It's kind of crazy uh, over here. I'm I'm actually in Arizona. The rest of the guys are in California, and uh, when it gets cold here, it's uh, definitely uh, pants and jacket weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark lives in hell. We live in Los Angeles. Well, I, I can also <laughs> okay. say that I just I just left Arizona, and I can I swear to God, even though it's fucking hot as balls there, like the second it gets chilly, <laughs> it just feels fucking chilly. And I I literally just flew back from Arizona this morning. Yeah, it's my yeah, no, to that sand out there. Sand doesn't retain heat. Like when I was in Iraq, it was the same thing. It'd be 130 <laughs> in the day, and then it'd be 40 degrees at night, and you'd just be freezing. Oh, you have camel smart camel spires to like you know cur- curl up with, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually shot one of those with a pistol. Uh, it was chasing I around my, my first sergeant as he got out of the shower, so I just shot it with a pistol. So, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> those things are gnarly. If you don't know what they are, they're gnarly. My dad was yeah. in uh, the first Gulf War. He talked about the beetles that would fly around over in the dunes mm-hmm. when he was taking a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get, that, you get the, uh, the kangaroo rats hopping everywhere and stuff. We had a little, uh, we had a little hedgehog we found. We named Sonic and made him our little pet or whatever. And um, yeah, it's all kinds of weird wildlife out there, giant, giant lizards and stuff. It's, it's interesting. So the were weather you out there the... in Iraq. What's that now? I'm sorry. I said, were you only in Iraq, or did you do Afghanistan too? Um, no, I did. Uh, I did Iraq. Um, I, I stopped in in Afghanistan, but I don't really count it. I was only there for three weeks, and that was to do a train-up uh, for their theater guys uh, because when they were rolling out KGV set, I was one of five guys that even knew how to run the system. So um, I had, we had to do train-up for the Afghan theater to uh, to get those guys trained up. That's why I stayed in so long. They kept stop-lossing me. Oh, Jesus. There was stop-loss when I first got in, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I had a real, real specialized skill set. And so um, they were, you know, they were kind of like, no, you have to stay. And I'm like, man, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I worked on the gunships, so they always sent us over there okay. with the Army folks. So I, I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. So, yeah. I think, I think Tommy was about to ask you something when I cut him off, though. Oh, okay. No, I was just curious about the temperature difference. So it's that drastic over there? 
the, well, it's not really that drastic. It's 120s during the day and 60s, high 60s at night, but it feels like it's frigid because that's a 60-degree temperature swing. And when you're used to 130 all day and you're sweating, and then you turn around at night, that temperature drop off at 60 feels like 40 or 30. Yeah, that's fucking brutal, man. Jeez. Fuck that noise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it gets to bake. It gets baked early. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing because there's so much sunlight over there. It's the sun comes up at like four fifty, five o'clock in the morning, and it's up, and it's you're baking at that point. And it doesn't go down until ten thirty at night. So it's just so much sun. Dude, that's why people over there are so fucking angry. <laughs> they've been, yeah, they've all been mad and fighting each other since before they knew what oil was. I'm not even pissed at them anymore. I just want to hug them now. Fuck that. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's just brutal. Back that be like, I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird, man. And then they have a rainy season there where it gets kind of just miserable and cold. Um, and I say cold, it's relatively cold. The temperature stays between the, you know, like 40s and in um, the 60s and low 70s. But it's it's like super rainy and dusty all the time. And it's just miserable. Yeah, now I'm changing my tune. I'm going to tell everybody, stop fucking with the Middle East, man. They got to deal with all this shit all the time, man. When we're in Los Angeles and we're like, oh, it's 81. I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah, it's just so terrible. <laughs> I was actually supposed to be out there tomorrow in L.A. and I ended up having to cancel, so. That's a bummer. We would have taken you yeah. out for a beer over here, bro. Well, I, I, yeah, there's this charity thing with Bill Shatner, and I, I ended up not being able to do it, so. Let us know when you're in town, man. We'll go hang out. I'll do it definitely. I got. I still have some friends out there, so I gotta go out there and visit them, and we'll uh, we'll get together and, uh, and throw throw down. I'll, we'll tear the town. Last time I was in that town, I uh, went to some bar, ran into uh, Fred Savage and Ben Savage, and that was just the weirdest night of my life. So, <laughs> holy what, shit! Where were you at? Santa Monica, or where were you at? Yeah, I was down in Santa Monica, some bar called Liquid right. Kitty, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that. That night, that, that that night took a turn for the weird. Yeah, just the name alone of the bar. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't put that. Yeah, you didn't put two two together on what that means until you know. <laughs> when you said the names, I was like, "That's got to be fucking Santa Monica." <laughs> yeah. Oh my I've god, man! Real, I've heard some real weird stories about uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. hitting on women that uh i i know or people uh that i know know so i i know <laughs> well yeah, don't and, just say and that the lead singer of uh <laughs> and the lead singer of counting crows is like the most depressed dude alive so well it comes oh, out yeah. of his music so that sounds about right yeah like you know like you think like the dude who used to date jennifer aniston and courtney cox and has millions of dollars and stuff would be just now but he's just he's like the saddest guy ever <laughs> What the fuck, man? Probably fucking doing a bunch of heroin. Yeah, maybe. He's, he does. He just get that weird hair don't. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he does that hair <laughs> something. Got to keep up that 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 like uh, aura of starving artist, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Except nobody's buying it. Cause he sold it. millions of records, and you know, <laughs> dated Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. <laughs> right. What were they thinking? Horrible. 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 Like, her, whole, her whole like dating history is like just a series of bad decisions. I mean, like that guy, David Arquette. 
Yeah. I'm such a nerd. I like I mean like I'm like I'm like looking at this lineup and like, man, I could get in there. <laughs> there you right. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was on the show, right? Yeah, I was like, either those two guys are slinging a yard of you know what, or, or <laughs> the most impressive personality you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah be- I mean, these, there's guys out there getting it because they're you know you got to swing the bat to hit home runs, and yeah. some guys are just too chicken shit to swing the fucking bat. So bravo to his ass. That's exactly it. That's exactly it, man. Exactly it. Well, Ben, hey, whenever God. you get bored yeah, and you need something to do. Just follow us on Twitter and watch the fucking shit show, man, because we go hard. Well, somebody's account got suspended, too. I was trying to send a couple of messages. Mark? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> That's our little secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a, there's now, a reason behind that. <laughs> so, Ben, before we let you go, I... I you're known for breaking news. Can you break any news on the podcast? It probably won't air until probably like, you know, Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> oh man. I wish I had something juicy for you right now off the top. Uh, Gerald McCoy is, uh, is narrowing it down. I still think he's going to wind up in Cleveland, but we'll see. Um, okay. There's, he's trying to play the market. There may be a surprise team like the Colts jump in at the last minute, but, um, yeah, God, I wish I had something juicy for you. I just don't right now. No, uh, the way off of that. Like, with their cheap ass money, trying to get in. What's that now? Like, there's no way. Like, the Rams barely have any money. They can't even squeeze into that Gerald McCoy race at all, right? No, yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's <laughs> something that's gonna happen. No, they they can't get in there. No, not even close. So, speaking of that, segue into the AFC. Is there anybody that can stop Brady and Belichick? going to a 10th Super Bowl, because this is getting exhausting. It's just boring, man. Well, Cleveland's got the talent on paper to do it. The question is, is Cleveland going to Cleveland? Um, you know, Kansas City, they've got the talent. They just needed a better defensive scheme. And, uh, you know, a little juicy secret for you. Last year during the um, uh, during that Chiefs and Patriots game in the playoffs, you know, Pat Mahomes, the whole reason Sutton got fired is he and Pat Mahomes went at it in the locker room at halftime and Pat put a finger in his face and told him we're not fucking doing this shit again. Uh, you know, because the defense wouldn't hold up their end, and he he refused to you know pressure the quarterback and was dropping guys like D Ford and Justin Houston back into coverage instead of running them. So uh, that's part of the reason Sutton's gone. Spagnuolo's there. Uh, Kansas City's going to be improved on the defensive side of the ball. You know, it remains to be seen on the Tyree Kill thing. Uh, I think they could, and you know, if the Chargers ever get their shit together, they've got so much talent on that team. They could really they could really challenge. Uh, I don't know you guys in L.A. are rooting for the other L.A. team, but the Chargers have a ton of talent on paper. And it's just surprising to me they can't seem to capitalize on it. Yeah, I mean, I picked I picked the Rams and the Chargers in the preseason last year to go to the Super Bowl, and a lot of people in L.A. gave me shit because I picked the Chargers and their, you know, this whole stupid rivalry that really doesn't exist. But I try to look at it as, as this. I I th- I think the Chargers are the most talented team in the AFC as far as that roster is concerned. So I agree. Yeah, top to bottom on paper, they, they are. Uh, the, the loss of Williams is going to hurt them a little bit, but uh, getting Hunter Henry back should help. So. Yeah, Phil Rivers, he was playing some of his best ball of his career last year. I didn't need to see that guy yeah. win something. Just like, like I was I was disappointed Tony Romo didn't win, and Phil Rivers can't leave the NFL without getting the Super Bowl. 
Uh, yeah, it, it was interesting, too, because Phillip has these – he plays brilliantly, and then he has these just brain farts. Uh, the game against Denver, as a matter of fact, the reason they came back and won is because he uh, – they, they ran, instead of running the ball, they, they called out up a pass play as a pop screen for Benjamin, and he was covered, so he chucked the ball at Benjamin's feet instead of kneeling the ball. If he'd knelt the ball, the game would have been over. He died dead in the clock, and then Case Keenum inexplicably pulled a, a miracle comeback out of his ass. So – you know, I, that's one of those things with Rivers. Is like, I love to watch him play. I, I actually, when he was coming out, he's one of the guys I scouted, one of the first guys I scouted, and uh, I love to watch him play. But, man, you know, it, 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 I'll be damned if he doesn't just have the weirdest moments that, that cost him. Well, anyone else got any final things for, for Ben, that's guys? Yeah. No, that's Sorry, it for me, man. Derail you with Chargers yeah, talk, Brian, with all my questions. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, I like the Chargers too. I don't. I don't got no beef with them. But yeah, there is a weird crosstown <laughs> fake ass rivalry that Tommy Tommy kind of well, alluded to. Well, I dislike them because I dislike Rivers. To be honest with you, I can't stand the way the dude yaps his fucking mouth. He seems like the biggest. No, that's all an act. He's, he's, he's being the heel. He's being the heel on right. purpose. Yes, yeah. the heel, brother. Hmm. <laughs> that's his dick. He's actually a really nice guy. He's uh, that's that's his that's his act. He loves that. And he plays into the act. He says it gets him motivated. So, crowd riled up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's like he's like I can't I can't sit there and write checks that I can't cash. You know, so that's the thing. It's like it motivates me to to live up to the the, the smack that I talk. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the discussions. Uh, I d- definitely like that juicy Chiefs Pats story. So yeah, you g- you gave us some good stuff that we're going to be able to hopefully boost our our viewership this week. We appreciate that, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, because viewership, because we watched the show. You fucking whatever dick. listenership, <laughs> viewership. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> Matt. Will, Matt will edit that out because we're not Rams uncensored. We're Rams I'm, censored. Rams uncensored. Edit that out. Relax. Hey, Junior. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Just uh, just tag me in when it comes out, and uh, happy to you know happy to retweet it, get us some promo and all that kind of stuff, and hope to, hope everybody had some fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Ben. Yeah, appreciate it, Ben. Man, thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Yes. All right. Awkward that, that... silence. No awkward silence. That was we were just letting what? him go, and that was fucking juicy, fucking shit. That's what I'm talking about, guys. Hey, Matt, where are you touching? Like your fart? Big old titties. Just like that coach. Matt's titty fucking himself right now. Nah, I'm that coach in the water boy. Yeah, yeah, water boy. I'm gonna fucking say that this whole time, every time we're on the air with Matt, his stuttering and all that shit is shtick. This cannot fucking be real. <laughs> you like it? It's yeah, hilarious. Trying to act like you can't even read a... from a fucking script, dude. You can't even read from a script. I wasn't reading your script. Oh, you were using the question, though, but you were... <laughs> I was fucking reading it as you were reading it, and I was just like, oh my god. This is fucking no, bad. Yeah, that was bad. I can't read from a teleprompter, man. I, I'm so not stream not? of consciousness type of stuff, man. Like you can't, walk and, you can't walk and chew gum either, motherfucker. Hey, you know what we? I can do you know that. What we should we, do. I will Twitter hey. that shit live of me walking and chewing gum. Fucking test me. No, you won't. No, you won't. Test me, motherfuckers. 
With your shirt off? With your shirt off? I you if you never hang out. Nah, dude. My wimpy ass arms, dude. Uh, uh. He's got top ramen on. Hey, but... <laughs> like, he tries to lift up and they go down. He's got the olive oil arms. <laughs> the SpongeBob arms? Dude, I'm oh too God. old for SpongeBob, bro. I never watched that fucking shit. You're fucking like 12 years old and you still watch it. That's adult entertainment. Y'all don't know. Matt, see, what you do is you take the question, you read it as it is, but you make it your own. Exactly. <laughs> I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. I want to be a fireman, but I'm scared of fire. What? <laughs> Matt's trying to be a fitness model, but he fucking eats Krispy Kreme all day. So we could we could ask Albright if he can help us get uh, Fisher on the show. Hells to the yeah! No, I'll definitely. Just saying, I don't know. I don't know that. if he. I was gonna say I don't know if he has a relationship with him or not, but worth a shot. Yeah, absolutely. You guys sound like fucking sluts trying to get Jeff Fisher on so bad. Just give oh, it time, would, dude. You'd be more giddy than all of us. If we did, hey, I like, fucking oh made a list of why to be thankful him. about that guy as a Rams fan. All these people who be hating yeah, on Jeff if, Fisher. Oh, well, nobody's hating on Rams. <laughs> fucking Matt is such a stuttering prick too. When he was introducing Ben, he sounded condescending. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you go I back and listen this, to that I shit. I got this guy who's a radio personality. I was trying to do guy. your thing, and it made me feel like that. I mean, I feel like when I've just taken it clean and uh, just you know off the the off the cuff, like the last few five episodes or whatever, right? I feel like I've done better. Yeah. <laughs> so don't read the script then. Just you fucking, fucking say what you need to say. If you can't read it word for word, that just means you can't fucking read. So is that the problem? Nah, I just can't read and think about what I'm trying to process in my head at the same Dude, time. He, he was, and you he went was to college. Like the guy that got Dude, I'm in a master's class, program. They don't want to read. Don't admit that. Just I'm say you dropped out of high school and I'll feel better about it. Man. <laughs> the master of what? Master Master of your mother. Hey, man, man, I like to masturbate. Hey, man, don't make fun of me, man. Hey, we're all men here. Don't make fun of me here. I'm going to DM you. No, no, we're not all men here. You're a fucking little little boy and you have a vagina between your legs. I don't think so. Don't you don't so. think so, but you don't know so. So that means there's a possibility. <laughs> All right. Hey, so who are we? Who the fuck are we calling right now? We ain't calling Dude, no one, get motherfuckers. Get I'm ending this shit right now. No, oh, shit, no. Get, get <laughs> hey, call Brandon since he's been ripping on Mark all day. Who? Bait. Brandon Bait. I don't have that motherfucker. Wait, 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 wait. Fill me in. I here. have his Fill number. Me in here. I have his number. Yeah, he's fucking, he's going all over on you on Twitter, bro. Swinging said, he said, (laughs) (laughs) when we tweeted that you were gone, he put peas out. (laughs) 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 And then I I put, 
Hey, <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic uh, voice message. Leave a voicemail, Mark. Seven is not available. Hey, Mr. Bait, just wondering about uh, if maybe perhaps you'd like to share a pea taco with me. I've heard that you're in love with pea tacos. Um, I've also heard that you might be a little bit obsessed with uh, this guy named Lark on Twitter. He left Twitter, and I've heard you've been kind of uh, saying some things about him. I don't know because it's obviously not me. But uh, maybe uh, we could chit-chat in the future. Just uh, give us a call back. Bye. Oh, I already hung up. I was quick on that. Oh, why did you hang up? Because he's a stuttering prick. Because he fuck yeah, because he censors our fucking podcast. No, fuck. these are fucking quick. We these are you know, come on. We don't have these down. Oh no, we don't have these well planned. On the bathroom door right now. Hey, can we do our weekly Cody call so I can get back in his head again? Yes, please. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what are you loving out now, Tommy? Uh, just a side. <laughs> funny, dude. I was looking at Bates' uh, profile on Twitter, and his bio just says, Los Angeles Rams fan since this morning. <laughs> <laughs> fucking good, dude. <laughs> my, my, my name is Bates, and I have a godlike mentality. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, are you calling Cody or what? Yeah, I'm dialing right now, motherfucker. Wait, fuckface. Rams fans. Nervous Nancy <laughs> me over here. Stuttering Sally. <laughs> cricket, cricket. You have reached the voicemail box. Hey, Cody. This is your boyfriend. It's Brian. Brian81277 on Twitter. You are Rams DFS. Does that sound stand for Rams down for sex? Can I find you on Grinder, brother? Um, anyways, man, I just wanted to, you know, say hi. I know, I know you've been missing me. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Don't you fucking worry about a thing. Hey, take your hand off your girl. Take your hand off. Anyways, motherfucker, you better fucking unblock me. So I can fucking talk shit to you without having to call you weekly. Bye. All right. <laughs> well, I'm in the cornfield looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Oh, gosh. All right, who are we actually going to call that might actually answer? Drew. Drew. I'm going to stay Austin quiet the whole Dewey. time, and then I'm going to come in randomly. Yep. We'll Austin. say that you didn't You didn't make the show. Do it. Yeah, yeah, tell him I didn't make the show. Depending on how this goes, I may not come in at all. <laughs> Self-reflection. Forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Uh, who? At the tone, please record your message. Awesome. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Drew. 
we missed you. We might call you back later. Matt, shut the fuck up. Dude, you're a fuckface. Fuck you for not answering your phone, you fuck. Rams uncensored. Rams uncensored! Pick up your phone, what the fuck? Waiting for you, Drew. <laughs> I hung up. I can see you fucking. Who the fuck is gonna answer? Damn, that's what I wanna know. Are we going for Hector again? <laughs> Go for uh, call Russ again, right? I figured we should go for Russ, Doctor Danger Russ. <laughs> His uh, brief Twitter appearance this week. Ooh, I know he's trying to take your clout. Oh, Mark. oh yeah. And now that so you're nice. gone, you, hey, he's I'm gone take from it. Twitter. He could take have it back. <laughs> so cool. So, what's the verdict on my singing? Y'all didn't like that. You're not a beetle, bro. I didn't say I was. Hey, I just sent I just sent you guys all a gift. You're more like a ladybug, Matt. What's that mean? I'm a bitch? I don't know. You said you're not like a beetle. Are you calling me a bitch? Like a ladybug. Um, I don't yeah, know. It depends on your perception of uh, ladybug. Automatic voice message system. Damn. Hey, Russell, the love muscle, pick up your fucking phone, eh? This Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored! Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored! Man, I'm changing... Man, I'm changing your fucking name to Eeyore. (laughs) Eeyore. Eeyore. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What are we gonna do today? It's me, the Jolly Green Giant. All right, let's cut this thing, guys. Yeah, I gotta take a piss. Damn it. Yeah, me too. I'll see your pants. All right. See you fuckers next weekend. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs> Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. DC police are arresting drunk and drug drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. Message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.